die young. Yeah. Push me to the edge and I'm on fire. Pretty decent. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the 810 Pro Wrestling. Oh, oh my god, I just came in. We can't, I can't even do a re edit. Welcome to the 810 versus the world. And guys, before I even came on this podcast, I looked at the plays on Anchor and I appreciate the fuck out of you guys. Seriously, it's 993 plays. It's crazy crazy and i really appreciate it uh sticking with the 810 versus the world podcast man and i wonder how you guys doing today man if you if you if you want to support the podcast make sure you go to anchor.fm 810 support or 810 pro wrestle support it's probably the link on spotify i can't i'm pretty sure it's the same thing i just said you know, if you want to go ahead and support the podcast, it's only a low at 99 cent. And you can, up, and you know, there's other tiers too. So, but how you guys doing? I know it's been a while. Things come up, you know, I just took my um, COVID shot. I'm going to see how that feels. I just took it today. And I felt like shit for the rest of the day. But I feel fine now. So, like I said, we got to see how it feels, you know, probably tomorrow, whatever like that. And you guys will know because that's how... If I feel like shit, it's probably gonna like affect the podcast in a way, you know what I mean? So, you know, uh GCW was this past weekend. I did not watch none of it. <laughs> it sounded like it sounded like I'm dissing them, but it's not. I'm not. I just didn't have the money to watch them this time around. And I watched Ashes to Ashes, which is crazy. And uh shout out to the uh former training partner, if you even call it, because I guess he was kind of like already graduated. So he was there training people, so I Technically, former trainer Nolan Edwards um, for, you know, doing that death match with Mance Warner, who did not get any color on himself. But Nolan definitely got color. God damn, he got a lot of color on the back of his back. Man, crazy, crazy spot. Split him open. I just It's crazy, man. It was, it was like, I was just saying, like, man, it's so crazy that, that you know somebody that you actually met, chill with, had pancakes with, I thought. Up here doing like death matches, cutting niggas open and shit. This is, it's crazy how this nigga's cutting niggas open. <laughs> this nigga was cutting fucking pancakes with a fork, now a couple of years ago, you know, and now he cutting niggas open in the ring. It's kind of crazy. Just like, let me just slice you a little bit, man. You know, uh, the King Nick Gage, he wrestled uh, Jordan Oliver, you know, and uh, that match uh, was a little botchy. A little botchy. Um, Jordan Oliver. I'm glad Jordan Oliver didn't didn't get cut open because <laughs> that was pretty like the most safest match. I think anytime I watch a Nick Gage match, I've never watched a Nick Gage match that does not resolve blood. So like, it's just kind of weird that I didn't see any blood. But then again, like I didn't want to see Jordan Oliver get shanked. 
So it was all cool. So AJ Gray challenged uh, Nick Gage, and they had a death match. And uh, um, I was going to say Alaska. <laughs> I don't know why Alaska was on my mind, but they had it in Las Vegas. At uh, shout out to Future Joey, man, that that motherfucker was there, you know, being Future Joey. <laughs> shout out to that motherfucker. And uh, apparently, Nick Gage has won the match, but Moxley was there, and he kind of like uh, attacked Nick Gage for the second time in a row. And these motherfuckers brawl. So, you know, if you guys don't know, Moxley and Nick Gage has history with each other back in CZW uh, before Moxley went to WWE as Dean Ambrose. So I think Moxley's trying to redeem himself in the deathmatch world, you know, after having that that really, really sad deathmatch with Kenny Omega. I mean, it wasn't a sad deathmatch. Let's get it straight. That match was all right. It's just the finish. It's just a really, really sour I mean, we're going to have a few hiccups, but damn, that was a big-ass hiccup. Give AEW some water. But anyway, um, I'm trying to remember the rest of the card because I just just straight up came on here. I'm, I, I've been wanting to see Bad Dude Tito. I think after this, I'm going to go ahead and check out Bad Dude Tito and uh, check him out because he got a badass name, like I've been saying for the last couple of podcasts. Uh, he had wrestled uh, – what did he wrestle at uh, draft day? He wrestled Chris Dickinson, uh, a.k.a. Baz Rupin Jr. There's no disrespect. Not only Chris Dickinson looks like Bass Rudin, but he wrestles like him. If Bass Rudin would have stayed in New Japan Pro Wrestling, it's no disrespect. It's a compliment, honestly. And he's trained with Josh Barnett. He has that catch-catch style, and he's a really nice worker. I'm pretty sure he's the nicest guy in the room, but he looks intimidated as fuck. I mean, me and him locked eyes, like literally locked eyes. And I've always been told, like ever since you know making my pro debut, debut in MMA, I mean, to plug myself, but, you know, making my pro debut in MMA, when you lock eyes with someone, you cannot take your eyes off of them. And I guess apparently Chris Dickinson got the memo because me and him lock eyes. And I don't know if he thinks since that I was an MMA fighter or I had something to do with wrestling or whatever. Me and him locked eyes. And we didn't take our eyes on each other until until, um, one of us looked away. And it happened to be me because during during a death match, I, I paid money to watch it. You know, so hopefully Chris Dickinson does not me and him run across each other. Hopefully he does not think I'm a bitch. But I would love to fucking train with Chris Dickinson. I'm out of pro wrestling, but I mean in the MMA world, I would love to fucking train with that dude. That dude seemed fucking intense, bro. Like somebody give this man the fucking episode, tag Chris Dickinson, and tell him that hey, an MMA fighter in Flint wants to fucking train with you. You know what? GCW is coming. Well, it's not is, but GCW is working on coming to Flint. So maybe, 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 maybe me and Chris Dickinson can uh, meet up and uh, spar. I'm actually gonna get sent him a Twitter, a uh, tweet, whatever they call it. Twitter tweet, 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 Twitter. I'm I'm getting the hang of Twitter. All right, I'm just getting the hang of it, and it's not my cup of tea unless I gotta get used to it. I've been avoiding Twitter for years. I need how long Twitter been out since the uh, the ending of MySpace. Man, remember that site? That site was crazy, man. I mean, you get you get your fight bookings there, you get your wrestling bookings there, you get your hookups there. Man, everything. You get sell shit. Crazy, man. Crazy. MySpace was the place to go. It was so creative too. Like you can create your page and everything like that. And like, you know, it's you know, playing Jane Facebook's not for me. I think I like stuff where you can get to create shit. Like that's I guess that's why I gravitate to uh, WWE 
uh, 2K19 because I can create shit. You know, I'm, I'm not. I mean, even though I went to school for game design, which I'm pretty sure now you know. I was gonna say now you don't know, but now I'm pretty sure you know now. But I went to school for game design, you know, and I only designed like three games, and like one of them Ujin, you know, <laughs> so that don't count. But you always want to design a game and have always wanted that wrestling game, but you know, I, I can do that with probably with some of the 2K games, basically with 2K14. I mean, I'm thinking about buying that shit for uh, uh, PS3, pretty much. But yeah, man, um, GCW, man, it's, it's it's becoming ECW, and I think I said it in the last podcast. It's doing what any uh, what any 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 independent promotion is trying to do. They're traveling. They got notoriety. They they're getting out there. They're going to city to city, state to state. That's what ECW did when they left uh, Philadelphia. They didn't leave Philadelphia, but they start traveling more. This is what GCW is becoming, and it's like with with fight. You know, they be able to do it with fight, and then with the backing and everything like that. It's people support this shit. I don't think GCW is not going to fold. They can surpass ROH in a way. I mean, ROH is good, but I haven't watched it like that, but it's kind of surpassing ROH in a way, you know. But, you know, hopefully GCW does come to Flint when they do the Detroit show because that's the, I guess that's the plan. You know, and you know, my black ass would definitely be there, okay? You just look for the biggest, blackest motherfucker in the room, all right? That's me, unless Dingo Brown is there, you know. Speaking of that, uh, my MMA career. So, <laughs> my MMA career, wrestling hair guy is now my fight manager. Yes, he's. I'm. I'm I've gotten back in the fight game completely. I've been training for it, and uh, wrestling hair guy's been looking for fights. So, if if promoters, if you listen to this, uh, hit up wrestling hair guy on Twitter, uh, Instagram. I don't know his Facebook, but I don't. I'm not on Facebook to be honest with you. I have his phone number, but I'm not gonna give that out. Unless I fill out a form and I put his name down there. I don't know if I would actually put his whole name down there. I think it actually says wrestling hair guy. No, it says manager. It just says, it just says manager. That's it. So, which is good enough, you know. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to actually get into boxing or kickboxing. That's what I really want to do instead of just uh, doing MMA solely. If MMA comes out, I mean, that's fine, you know. But it's a hassle to like to get my my license in every state, whatever like that. You know, I'm pretty sure I can renew my license in Michigan, but there's no shows in Michigan. I actually want to travel and stuff, and I really don't want nothing to do with Michigan MMA. I mean, I'm a little bit older, and I didn't like my career in Michigan MMA. Let's just face it; it was horrible. All right, so I like I re- I want to travel, and I want to travel to gym to gym, learning stuff and stuff like that. Um, the time that I was with uh, Kelly True, I should have been fighting, honestly, especially towards the end because I gotten better. I, was, I finally reached that rule, that warrior's way in a way. So I want to actually, you know, travel better myself because a lot of people end up doing it. You know, I guess I was just so scared to leave the nest, you know, but and it was other things, too. I'm not going to get into it here, but yeah. I mean, it depends how I feel after the, you know, after my little second COVID shot or whatever. But, you know, I've been running the bike, getting, um, doing uh, shadow training. And I'm heading up to Flint Town Fight Club probably uh, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday I am heading up to Flint Town Fight Club, you know, learn some fundamentals from Timothy Little. I'm pretty sure I said his name right. It's Timothy Little, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Timothy Little. All right. So, yeah, um, MMA, pro wrestling and shit. 
Man, it's just crazy. But hey, you guys know that AT&T um, is splitting up. I guess AT&T uh, signed a deal with um, Warner Media. And they're splitting up the game studios. So this is leaving Mortal Kombat in question with NetherRealm Studios. And NetherRealm Studios has teased a marble game, a marble uh, fighting game. Hopefully it has the fucking Punisher in it and most of the marble superheroes. We need the Punisher. We need a whole bunch of people in there. But that's besides the point. You know, what is, what is the fate of NetherRealm Studios pretty much? And the other studios, like Rocksteady, and uh, that's it, Rocksteady, and Rocksteady. <laughs> that's the only ones I can think of, uh, you know, the ones that carry the Batman game and Mortal Kombat and stuff. So I really want Mortal Kombat. I don't know who will buy Mortal Kombat. I think Mortal Kombat uh, NRS can definitely stand on its own now with all that financial, unless WB took all that shit or something. You know, they could probably revise some titles, but not like they did in the 90s and late 2000s. You know, there was like so many fighting games came from Midway. It was crazy. You had God War, um, God Wars. You had Pit Fighter. Uh, no, Pit Fighter came out before Mortal Kombat. All right, we're going to scratch that one. Uh, there's some other one. I think Dark something, Dark something, Dark Rift. I know. No, it's not Dark Rift. I'm trying to think. Uh, it's some sword fighting game that came out for Nintendo 64, I believe. There's some other ones too, but Midway did, you know, they did some racing games and stuff like that. And the rest is just, you know, stick to fighting games, you know, and you got Shaolin monks and shit, you know. We probably will see Shaolin monks, man. Matter of fact, rest in peace to New Jack, man. I know that's uh. Very weird segue, but rest in peace, New Jack. New Jack passed away at 58 years old. He lived a very nice and glorious life. I mean, the man had one life, and he lived it. I'm telling you. Uh, so shout out to New Jack. Rest in peace. I don't have the bell thing uh, sounded right now, so we'll probably do that towards the end. But, yeah, um, NRS should definitely keep making fighting games. They should make a wrestling game like a... Like WrestleMania, just make a wrestling game. Like keep it like two D dimensional. Uh, you know, you utilize the ropes and shit. They can definitely pull it off. I want to see a wrestling game like that. I really do. I mean, the only one we got like that is uh, WrestleMania, and that's a good game. You guys go out and support Mike, man. He's 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 a good people's. He's real good people's. Go out there and support Mike. But you know, we need like a game like a, you know, like. Uh, like a 2D, three-dimensional kind of thing, you know, just like a fighting, regular fighting game like Street Fighter or whatever like that. We need something like that. Hopefully SNK and Capcom will listen to us and EA. Now, EA, I know Dep Jam has been brung up recently. You guys know that's my favorite game. I don't, I'm no stone capping here. Uh, Dep Jam is one of my favorite games. And it's been brought up to one Ed Boon. Ed Boon is fucking interested in the remake of Def Jam or somehow some kind of remake. The problem is, is to get the license renewed. So it's going to have to be some kind of remix, uh, like a remaster version, uh, if you will, because they're not going to be able to get that team that made it, which is the Aki Corporation, which the head of that um, engine is now working with AEW. So that engine is probably going to be um, exclusive to AEW in a way. I, I always I always told people that I feel like the AEW game is gonna play play like Def Jam Fight for New York in a way because Def Jam Fight for New York is spin up, 
It's fast paced. AEW's fast paced at times. So, you know, but, you know, Def Jam Fight in New York definitely got on the mind of Ed Boon. So, like I said, I don't know if they're going to be able to. Yeah, they can be, they can probably renew the license. They probably can. It's, it's money talks, you know, and uh, just remaster it. Just polish the graphics up. That's I'm pretty sure that's what they can do is polish the fucking graphics up. Dude, if Def Jam Remaster came out for PS5, my black ass is on it. I'm going to be down. I'm, that's going to be the only game I have for the fucking PS5. That's the only way I'm buying a PS5. Because you know what? Because if that game does not come out, Guess what? My ass is going to be playing the PS4. I'm still trying to find Def Jam Fight from New York. For PS2, I wish I never sold it. And the reason why I sold it because I wasn't working. I ended up losing my job because of the fucking pandemic. I had to sell some shit. And Def Jam was one of them. And I sold it criminally low. Very criminally low. And wish I never sold that motherfucker. Now, this motherfucker is now $200, $100, $300, all this shit. Now, it's gotten so bad where I'm just looking for the disc. Just looking for the disc. I'm not looking for the complete set. I'm just looking for the fucking disc. The complete set, I, you know what I can do? This is some, some get real ghetto shit. I can print the fucking cover. If I really want the fucking cover, I'll print the goddamn cover and put the disc in there. But also what I can do, because... I think my PlayStation is very soft modded. I haven't really tested it out to the full attempt, but you can get these uh these um make um boot memory cards from uh Amazon. I got mine from Amazon, and it will play um games that you download on your hard drive. You have to have a hard drive to do it though. So and they sell them on eBay and they'd be fully loaded. So I'm thinking about probably getting that. I think that costs like a couple of hundreds though, to be honest with you couple of hundreds to do that but you know like i said it's kind of soft mom but you know i might i might do that that might be the, that might be worth it and i gotta like hook up one of these computers and shit and capture it you know i got computers that could probably capture that shit i could probably stream it on twitch which is twitch.tv slash villain of on i know i'm talking pretty fast because this you know what it was very impromptu and i'm just trying to bring topics at the top of my head <laughs> oh man it's, it's, uh, it's, it's up there, man. You know what? We're going to take a commercial break, and I'm just going to find some topics on the internet to find and talk about. <laughs> you know what? You know what? We're going to talk about dating. We're going to talk about dating. Um, let's hear a word from my sponsor. Hey, old Larry Lariat. All right. Welcome back to 810 versus the World Podcast. And no, I did not do a Google search whatsoever. <laughs> I was trying to edit. Uh, so I was trying to edit some things here um, with the intro and shit. So if you hear the Leo Rush theme, well, one, my daughter loves that song. But two, you know, it's a catchy. It's, I love that song too. Three, um, I didn't want to play the uh, other one because I didn't shorten it. I wanted to short it, uh, the intros lately. So I haven't got a chance to get around to doing that. You know, I've been doing Super Dad shit. So, you know, that's that's my thing and training. So Super Dad and training, you know. Hell, I'm on all. Uh, uh, brown rice and water diet now. Um, that's what I'm doing. Uh, brown rice and fucking water. <laughs> so we don't have to worry about growth or ever run out of fucking groceries right now. Because, you know, be eating fucking brown rice and fucking water. Hopefully that fills me up, whatever. And I've been doing on my exercise bike. That's basically cardio. You know, I got my training mask and stuff. So, you know, we're going to be great. But 
that is besides the point. I want to talk about the do's and don'ts and fucking relationships. No, no, online dating, online dating, okay? So, fellas, this is the one tip I got for you. Quit sending dick pics. <laughs> Please stop sending dick pics to people when you first talk to them online. You're fucking up for guys like me who actually want to have a conversation. And then I send a dick pic. <laughs> You're fucking it up. You don't send a dick pic soon as fuck. Like, hey, how's it going? How you doing? I'm such and such, and there's a dick pic. Like, what the fuck? Dude, just have, like, a couple of conversations. Have days of conversation. Go on the first date first. Then, you know, when you get to that fucking uh, moment of fucking getting ready to, you know, I don't know what the fuck you want to do. Like, talk about your first kiss or whatever like that. Or, you know, want to be romantically evolved. There we go. That's the word. Romantically evolved. That's when you send a fucking dick pic. Don't send that shit right away. Like, yo, what's up? You're like, yo, what's up with this? Like, uh, blocked. <laughs> it might work with some people, but it ain't gonna work, man. So uh, quit sending dick pics to people. You know, accidentally can they fucking offer your money and shit? Don't don't do that. Don't do that. That's turning women off, and that's fucking it up for guys like myself. Um, you know, to who actually wants to have a conversation with women and shit. And because I'm a grown man, I'm going to have a fucking grown ass man conversation. I don't think I ever asked for a nude unless it got to that point. And sometimes it takes months to get to that point for me. Or sometimes it takes like uh, weeks to get to that point. Now, now granted, I'm not going to cap. Sometimes it takes days. And yes, I am guilty. Maybe it takes like in a few hours, depending on the conversation, though. It doesn't just flat out just go. Yo, hey, um, my name is Vaughn. Here's my dick. <laughs> no, I literally wait and I wait and I wait. And then they ask, they ask if it gets to that point, if it, you know, that conversation point where he's like, okay, then I send a dick pic, you know, you know, but that, you know, that's, that's the thing. That's, that's the um, thing I got for guys with like women. Stop baiting these guys. <laughs> I know all women don't do that, but you take these pictures with the angles and it's like shining down on your titties and, you know, you got your makeup and everything you looking real good and fresh, whatever like that. And it like and this is on Instagram, too. You got your ass showing, you got your, your twerking and everything like that. But you're on Facebook saying I can't find a great guy. You know why you can't find a great guy? Because you telling them, you know, I don't I want to I don't want to say the word easy, but you telling them that you, you're not serious on finding someone. So they're not serious. And so they will take send the dick pic. You're setting yourself up. You, what's that clip with uh DJ Cloud? You played yourself. Right. Congratulations, you paid played yourself. That's that was the clip. And please stop, you know, that's the that's the thing. You um you promote your OnlyFans. And look for a relationship at the same time. You don't do that. No. Because that's that's going to lead you up for a dick pic in your inbox. Like, hey, how you doing? Like, you like this dick? Like, I, I subscribe to your OnlyFans. That's what you're going to get. So, you know, put the ass cheeks away. Put the titties away. I mean, I'm not saying everybody do it. I mean, do what you want to do. But I'm just telling you, as a man, I see that my first instance, like, I'm going to try to beat. Them boys look good. They look like they're great to smash, but I'm, I'm I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just telling you the truth that 
please don't do that. You know, don't don't be like, uh, you know, I can't find a good guy, whatever like that. And then, you know, you got these titties and and ass cheeks just hanging out unless you're not in a bikini at a beach somewhere. It's no problem. This and and another thing too, women. And it's not I'm, I'm seeing this. It's not all women, but some of them my age and you should be a damn shame to yourself. Clean your goddamn room, your mirrors. Clean your goddamn room. We don't want to see last year's dirty clothes in the background with a bunch of documents on the floor, uh, tampons on the corner, uh, dirty ass mirror on the corner, dirty ass mirror that you're taking, um, whatever you shower with. We don't want to see you showering with dish soap in the goddamn mirror, you know, your little uh, motel, whatever like that. We don't want to see that shit, bro. Like, Clean, clean, clean your room. Clean your goddamn room. Have some respect. Come on, man. I know everybody's not like there or whatever, but shit. Clean your goddamn room. Make up your bed, you know, and then, you know, then take the really nice picture. How you gonna have, how you gonna take a nice ass picture? Guys, it's guilty to this too, but I don't see a lot of guys doing this. They usually take pictures at work sites. So they'd be mad capping that's be the main ones you need to look out for is the motherfuckers that's taking pictures at the work site they'd be mad capping you see a hard hat and a vest you go meet this nigga and turns out that this nigga don't have a job <laughs> but you're also telling the dude that you ain't clean about yourself nobody ain't gonna smash or get to know you if your if your room is fucking dirty you know got dirty clothes from last year and the weeks before that all over the goddamn place. You know, you got court documents and everything else. You know, I want to see that. You got macaroni cheese from a couple of months ago, just molding. Oh, God. I just had a flashback, dude. I'm going to get off the whole dating someone um, tip right now because I just had a flashback. I remember going to this party when I was, I want to say 19, 19. I was I wasn't a wild child, but I became I started to become one like uh, once I left left my parents' house. Like once I left my parents' house, it was it was fair game. So um, like I moved out on nineteen, right? And I met this guy named Max. Uh, that sounds pretty weird, but I met this guy named Max at the ice cream shop. I worked with him, so don't get don't get any ideas in your head. Met the, I met him at the ice cream shop because um, we used to work together. So we got real acquainted and we started hanging out with each other. And I started going to these parties that he always had Eddie every other fucking week. It was sometimes at his fucking lavish ass home in <laughs> Flushing. And I had to go back to my fucking studio fucking apartment. <laughs> uh, but uh, back to the fucking story. So I go to these fucking like parties with Max, man. And I remember this one party. It was in a trailer house, trailer trailer park, and um, Mark, Mount Rose, Michigan. It's the only this is the only and last time I've been there. Uh, I've not been there since I was nineteen. And I remember going to this trailer park. I was the only black guy there, of course, token black guy. And that was that was the case with all these parties. It was I was a token black guy? <laughs> I was the only one. I was the only black friend they had. <laughs> Uh, I wonder how that guy, I wonder how all of these motherfuckers are doing. We had a friend named Nair, but that's besides the point. <laughs> I'm about to look up there. Okay, so we went to these people. They had a, they held a house party. Everybody's, you know, chilling, vibing, whatever like that, talking and shit. And uh, 
everybody's trying to talk to me because I'm the only black guy there. I don't know, just strange, but yeah. But uh, Max point out to me, like, look, ew, look at this. I turn and I look, and it's fucking coffee. It's been sitting there. I don't know for how long, but it's been sitting there enough to mold. And the mold is halfway or maybe almost to the top. It was fucking disgusting. And I was like, I'm not eating nothing from here. Like, no, fuck that. You know, coronavirus probably started from that. <laughs> probably started from that fucking uh, coffee mug, bro. It's, that, shit is, that shit was horrible. The fuck? Man, clean. Just folks, girls, boys, teenagers. Clean your goddamn room. Listen to your parents. When they tell you to clean your room, clean your goddamn room. They're, they're not telling you anything wrong. They don't want you going out there in society, taking fucking rough, dirty-ass pictures with your room looking like a tornado hit it, and then some. It, it, your parents did not raise you to live in a trash bin, so don't treat your life like a trash bin, all right? And that's my tip on dating and cleanliness and all this other shit. I didn't even know I was going to go really deep in this part, you know, of this podcast about uh, dating and stuff like that, you know. But, you know, I, I, you know I'll share some stories. I, I met some wacky ones. And, you know, that's what you, you got to look out for red flags, too. So, but I met some wacky ones, man. So there's ones I met the same day. We vibe, whatever, like that. I bring That's a mistake. Don't ever bring nobody to your house. Ever. Unless... You guys met before, had a date, had a first date already, or you have a friend with you. Don't ever bring nobody to your house. And this is the mistake I did. I brung somebody to my house while my kid is at school, remind you. So, you know, we vibing, whatever like that, talking and shit like that. So, um, like hours go by, hours go by and shit, and it's midnight. My kid is already asleep. So why this girl, after meeting her for the first time, why does girl come back with boxes in her car and her kid? She's like, hey, you know, uh, her roommate kicked me out. I wonder if I can. Uh, she lied or she wanted to move because she was telling me how nice the house was, whatever like that. And like, I would love to be here with you or something like that. That's what she said hours before. You know, my roommate kicked me out or whatever like that. Like my, my kid. uh I'm like, why would you bring your kid out here at 12 o'clock at night? I mean, you probably did have a legit fight. I'm like, is he there? Like, no, he's not there. You're like, I'm like, then what's the problem? Why are you here? Like, she's like, well, I don't want to move, move in with you. I'm like, what? I just fucking met you. No, you cannot move in with me. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why? You, why? What? You got a whole ass room down the street, dude. Like, go, go, go live there. You know, I just, she made me feel really uncomfortable because she stayed in the neighborhood. And you know, after that, because I let her sleep at my house because she had her son there. So that was like four or five, I think four, four or three or two, one and two. He was he was a tight, he was a little he was a small guy. So I let her, you know, go ahead and you know, spend a night, whatever, like that, because she had her kid. And I told like, yo, you gotta bounce. You know, every other month, I think every like three months, she would pop up. She would fucking pop up like it would like creak me out, and like she would never give me the see like uh, she would never give me it. Like she would pop up, whatever like that. 
talking about, oh, you know, I want to be with you, blah, 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 at late nights and stuff, you know. And I think one time she popped up while I had company, you know, somebody I was talking to, and then, like, it got awkward. You know, she just left, stormed off, whatever, like that. You know, me and her don't talk no more, which is good. You know, I think she's doing her thing, whatever, like that. But, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't really understand that. I just couldn't really understand that, why she wanted to fucking move in with me all of a sudden. I don't, like, you don't know me. I could be a serial killer, you know, far as you know. You know, that's, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that ever. I mean, um, yeah, I think there's, yeah, it was a couple of people that tried to fucking move in with me. This ain't the first person, you know, but I think, you know, they tried to move in with me like second day, third day, whatever. That's still not the point. Don't 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 try to move in with somebody you don't know. All right, it's just it's uh it, it sucks. You know you don't know that person is going through something. You know you don't know that person can happen on your lease. You don't know that person even like you. Like, don't do that. And me, I don't like motherfuckers. I mean, I like my people, but I don't like motherfuckers to be in my space. That's my space. Get your own space. You know. I mean, it's it, it is what it is in a way. In the end of the day, but. <laughs> Oh God, yeah. This uh, this uh, yeah. That's 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 what I gotta say about dating. This, do your background checks, folks. Just do your background checks. All right. Just just do that. Oh, okay. You know what? Uh, AEW. All right. I want to talk about AEW. I know I wasn't gonna talk about it, but I want to talk about this thing here. Now, because this person did like my tweet. Yes, I'm tweeting. This person did like my tweet, and I thought it was, uh, <laughs> I think it was, uh, hit the nail on the head or the nail on the head, whatever. I'm, I'm getting these analogies fucked up, like fucking these analogies up. So, Ken Shamrock, you know, $500 Shamrock. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're going to start calling $500 Shamrock. Ken Shamrock tweeted, I'm heading to Jacksonville. And they're like, oh, you like it's like you doing an impact invasion. I don't know if Ken Shark is in on Impact's uh contract or not, or wherever like that. We haven't seen him in a long fucking time. So I literally commented underneath it and I go, He's probably Chris Jericho's replacement since Jip Chris Jericho's out for four to six weeks. And he liked it. Now that don't mean nothing. They ain't like Ken Shark is going to fucking debut for a double or nothing. I mean, it could happen, it makes sense. Him tweeting that Jericho's injured. Who is he gonna turn to? I really thought uh they would have brought in Nick Gage and he would have been, I had to get the baddest, meanest motherfucker out there, you know. And you got Nick Gage and you hear the bells. Dong. Now like Tony Khan's buying all these fucking like rice for these music. I mean, uh yeah, for the music, you know, for wrestlers to use, like a big fight feel or whatever. You know, if they ever do bring in Nick Gage, they're gonna have to buy that Metallica song, you know. Hell, Tony Khan could probably buy Ken Shamrock's uh, WF theme. You know, that That sounds so 90s. With the bells. Oh, man. Hey, speaking of Ken Shamrock, make sure you type in FMW versus FMW, Ken Shamrock versus Vader in a shoe fight. Now, I always had a problem with this because I, I, I talked about this a whole bunch of times. Uh, Vader, job to Shamrock in the U.S., but Vader, 
beat Shenrock in a shoe fight in Japan under the WWE when they had a working relationship. 50-50 you know, <laughs> I just shook my head, but you know, Vader looked like an absolute beast in Japan when he beat Shamrock in a shoe fight. You know, but in the U.S., see, this nigga's losing to Shamrock on Sunday Night Heat. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, dude. This is, this is, I, w- I wish, I wish they would have treated my boy Vader a little bit better, man. I'm serious. Uh, fuck, dude. I wish they were definitely would have treated him a lot, lot better, for real. Hey, yo, we're going to go into a commercial and I am going to Google search, and that'll be the last segment, and I will be out of here, like, out of two, three thousand. All right, be back. And welcome back to the 810 versus the World podcast. You know, I took about an hour or so to try to figure out what the fuck I need to talk about in the end of this uh, podcast segment. And I got, like, Eureka. Like, we're all sitting down here just basically brainstorming. I, like... What is the fascination of people getting a booty eaten? What what is what does that do? Like why why you guys like your booty getting eaten? Why why you want your tongue? Why is somebody tongue in there? Huh? Listen, to, to according to me, I feel like the asshole is the most foulest part. The foulest part in the human anatomy. This is it's horrible. Okay. Once you take that shit, you haven't showered, and you're walking around. For like hours, and you don't care how many times you wipe your asshole, it stinks. It's gonna stink all day. It's gonna have a smell, a fart smell, fart come out of that. It's gonna be like rotten eggs and shit. But nobody, but y'all, motherfuckers, like yeah, ass. What does it do? <laughs> I never ate. I never ate, or I never had my booty eaten. Thank God. I, I don't. That shit is weird. <laughs> Um, I mean, come on, man. I mean, I'm a freak just like anybody else, but fuck, dude. Like, really? You're the asshole? Like, and then you want to kiss somebody, and then you want to eat chocolate pudding after somebody? Like, ugh. Yikes. I mean, why, why, why the booty hole? I could never really understand that. And your breath going to be smelling like doo-doo the food and everything. It just, I, I don't understand why people get, why people do that. I mean, that's, I mean, that's their business, but. I don't understand the fascination of it. And ever since that song, you seem like, what, what is it go? You got to eat the booty like groceries? Ever since that fucking song, everybody's trying to get their ass eaten. The hell is, the hell is wrong, y'all? What the fuck? What is the fascination? I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around, well, what is the fascination of getting your asshole eaten? Can somebody please tell me? Like, it's, I don't got nobody here to tell me. So I don't know. What does it do? Should I look this up on Google? I should have looked this up on Google and re- read this. You know, you know what? Let's 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 find out together. Let's find out what is the fascination of people getting their ass eaten. All right, because I gotta I gotta find out. So you're gonna hear some keys tapping. Okay, you're gonna have some keys keys captain. There we go. Go to Google, and I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask this question: Why? Let's see why? Do people why do people like getting their booty eaten? And see, it's not even finished. 
it didn't finish. It didn't finish whatsoever. Hopefully. Okay. All right. All right. We, we got an article. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm already coughing. Holy crap. Uh, let's take a drink of my water real quick. Okay. What ass licking? God. What ass licking and eating ass feel like for a woman and people? <laughs> okay. Rimming. I, I did hear about rimming dudes. I heard heard about that. Uh, I, I don't know. Apparently that, that makes a nigga nut. <laughs> uh, licking ass, whatever you want to call it, it can be fun. What? What? What's fun about that? With, with your nose buried down there looking like a brown nose. So fun about that. Communication while doing it, it can be super enjoyable for all genders. Where already explore why these women enjoy rimming their boyfriends. Okay, we're getting into the nitty gritty where why why we like like it. I don't I mean I never had it. Does ass looking feel like women or a vagina having person. Wait, a vagina having person. What? <laughs> Why you just didn't say? You know, never mind. <laughs> All right, we're gonna, we're gonna read onto this. We, we has literally gotten to this. Number one, it feels like it's forever, but it turns me on when my boyfriend is losing his mind over my ass. Okay, that's like a general statement for like all dudes to have. You got a nice ass, yeah. We're gonna lose our minds. Yeah, we like to slap them cheeks, but I don't. I don't know. Number two, it's amazing and mind blowing as vaginal oil, all sex, is completed differently. No, no, no. Oh shit! Here we go. <clears throat> it's got something to do with beards. My partner beard is always in the way and scratching me down there. The sensation is okay, but it's mind blowing. It's not as regularly oil as I be okay without it. So be okay without it. But damn, he is hard as a rock afterwards. Oh my god! So I'm, whatever it's doing for him is totally worth it. Wait, so the nigga's getting hard for eating ass. Okay, all right. <clears throat> I really like it. There's a nervous ending there, huh? Nerve ending there. Tensions, a lot of tensions. There are two, whatever the fuck the S word is. Muscle relaxing, whole level of relaxation. Open it up. I hardly even feel, get to feel. Okay. So it makes you relax. Uh, okay. Uh, Giver's tongue is right there. We're just going to skip down. It's a whole long ass paragraph in a way. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, here we go. We, we need a bad experience right now. It seems like it just relaxes people pretty much. It's just like a massage, which is funny that I say that because the next thing I see is ass massage. I think we're going to get canceled. <laughs> We're talking about eating booty. <laughs> you know, I have a, oh, I got to download that. I'll download that and play it uh, after this. There's a song called Do You Eat Booty by A.R. The General. Cat. 
AR the General, the rapper. I will play that. He actually made a song about that. And he was dead ass serious. He lived that lifestyle. Only had one guy truly eat my ass. And he absolutely ridiculously into it. It started out as a as a ass massage. Also highly recommended. I heard ass massages is really good. Um, I guess he just wanted more and went for it. He was very good at it. I was almost afraid to try to try it with someone else for fear they won't be able to live up to the pleasure. He stand he uh set the standards. He has a good mix of gen- gentle licks. <laughs> Applying more pressure, never jamming in it. Oh, God. <laughs> My head. I can't take this. This lips is too far. <laughs> I can't finish reading this. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. This statement right here feels like a slug is trying to crawl into your butthole. <laughs> I'm fucking done, son. <laughs> oh, shit. We got eight minutes, bro. We got to fill this shit up. We got to finish. <laughs> Can you believe this used to be a wrestling podcast? <laughs> Holy shit. I can't even finish reading it, bro. I'm just laughing. I'm in tears right now. The, the, the shit. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> Poor choice of words right there. <laughs> Fucking simply incredible. Better than oral sex. Better than sex. My ex, I talked about it. He wanted to try it. I thought it was gross. Didn't think it was. it would be good. At some point, we were fooling around, and he was eating me out while I was down. I was face down on the bed with my butt cheeks kind of sticking out there. (laughs) Mom, Dad, if you listen to this podcast, I want you to skip this episode for real. Jesus Christ. All right. You know, let's just say it's good for some people and it's it's good for some people and it's good for, uh, and some people don't like it. All right. It just, uh, yeah, I I guess it's some kind of feeling that makes you feel like you're in the sky, like a high feeling, whatever, like that. I don't fucking know. I wish I knew. I mean, I don't want to try it. Like, I'm almost 40, so I don't want to try this shit. I mean, it's, like I said, it's weird. And I take shits, like, almost every day. Every other hour. It was just probably something wrong with me, but every other hour, bro. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I got to interview somebody that got their booty eaten. We just we got to see. We got to see who ate the booty, you know. But <laughs> at that note, man. This has been A1L versus the world podcast. I appreciate y'all, man. Uh, like I said, if you want to support the podcast, 
Anchor.fm slash 810 Pro Wrestles slash support. I can't stop laughing. Uh, you can uh, subscribe for just for 99 cents. That's all. That's all I'm asking for. Just 99 cents. You don't even have to subscribe. You can just follow me on uh, Spotify or any other podcast that you choose to listen to. I mean, any other podcast platform you choose to listen to. I should rephrase that. Thank you. And if you want to support me during my journey back in the MMA, boxing, kickboxing, whatever, the combat sports world, you can also go to Pro Wrestling Tees dot com slash bad news bond eight one oh i have been bad news bond <laughs> uh and uh i catch you guys on the next one peace Renzi miller with the shot boy too clutch for this shit yes. i done lost some of my bros to some bullshit but them niggas ain't dead, they just turn out to be bitches This is not exactly what I really wish By 25, I imagine myself somewhere chilling Maybe in Brazil with coconuts and palm trees On a beach lifting, chilling, feeling like Bob Marley But nigga, I'm stuck up in that Flint town I see why Terry Crews threw them deuces like Chris Brown It's so much death that surrounds me, I swear Lucifer got a control of Genesee County Little Sean, put attention on your head I put some 20s on a pre-netter Told me that they want my head Afraid to die is how a nigga feel Let's keep it real We gon' die and that shit gave me the chills I feel sorry for his family Got my prayers And so do the boy Man, it's split life Ain't fair, my little bro Lost his big cousin I lost my cousin too Lolita died like it was nothing I swear to God, Jarell is a soldier If I lost my mom, I'd probably be in my emotions Man, y'all pussy niggas probably say that's weak But I don't give a fuck, I put my soul up in these beats I'm about to start taxing these niggas After this drop, man, it's 24 features Ain't nobody fucking with me, bitch Put them on the track and watch that man get his first skip Bitchin' my name, niggas react like, all oh, shit I'm holding down a war, no competition, use a target Holly, no laughing when I OD Chris Farley Saw Ross Bass out on some dumb shit, retarded I'ma get mine, no matter what, regardless And being underrated, can turn me to a monster, bitch Should've dissed that bitch to Marshawn Lynch. Now when he hasn't did this shit, but I'm a rapper. I would've did this shit anyway. This beat was begging to get ready. I know I'm late, fuck it. It be like that, like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm dancing in the booth, ho. 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 All sound the same, my nigga. You can take this exact verse, I just spit it, spit it, put it on that starter from the bottom, and it'll be like the same flow and everything. This rap shit is getting really repetitive, my nigga. I'm talking too long. I, 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 I,